Once again, it's time for a Bent News Update. I'm Ray Koob. I'm Marcus Goldman. And if you think we're doing another one of these this year... <laughs> one of the reasons we're reluctant to do any more Bent News this year is the string of passings that have happened just this week since our last Bent News Update. Marcus, it's just too much. So many more great and influential musicians and people related to the music and entertainment industry have passed away. So let's take it chronologically. We heard right after we set out for the weekend that Rascals drummer Dino Dinelli, who's highly regarded amongst all drummers since then, had passed away at age 78. Gene Cornish and he had been friends their whole life. He said, it is with a broken heart that I must tell you of the passing of Dino Dinelli. He was my brother and the greatest drummer I've ever seen. Rest in peace, Dino. I love you, brother. He was a co-founder with Cornish of the Young Rascals in 1965. They were a great band that fused pop and rock and gave us a lot of great tunes that stuck in our head for decades. Songs like Good Lovin', Groovin', People Gotta Be Free were all songs that we danced to as young kids. And I think I still have my Rascals 45 <laughs> Good Lovin' as well in the basement. That song had a big impact on me. They're a band that I always uh, associated with fun. Rest in peace, Dino Dinelli. And then this next one came through, and it really surprised me because I hadn't thought about Kim Simmons of the band Savoy Brown in a long time. And it turns out he had been fighting cancer and lost his battle this week. You know, while I know the name Savoy Brown, Ray, I am not that familiar with his work. My hand's raised because I am you on the other side of the screen. There was a time when music was exploding in the 1970s and so many great bands came out. Some broke through and became superstars. Others were influential. Tim Simmons and Savoy Brown was one of those. Break out Raw Sienna if you want to start exploring. I know, Marcus, that you have heard of people who have died of a broken heart, and I think that that's what happened with the wife of Charlie Watts, Shirley Watts, who passed away this week after a short illness, but I think it was a broken heart. I think definitely a broken heart was part of it. Those two were very close. They had a wonderful relationship. He was completely opposite of the rest of the guys in the Rolling Stones and just wanted to lay low with his family. I believe that she definitely died of a broken heart. We've seen it many times with couples who have been together as long as they have been together. years, man. Yep. Long time. True love, brother. And all I want to say is his low-key, soft-spoken demeanor did not extend to his family life. He was very warm and effusive with Shirley and his family. Sad news. At least they're together now, though, Marcus. Mm-hmm. This one hits close to the heart because... It's music that we both grew up on first. And second, the guy was younger than me. And that starts to worry me in a different way. I'm talking about the passing this week of Terry Hall of the specials. He was in the Fun Boy 3 and Colorfield, but he's known for the specials, his lyrics, his energy. I'm absolutely crushed. Two-Tone was a huge part of my childhood. The fact that he passed away at a young age after a battle with cancer, heartbreaking. Nobody knew he was sick. His music 
changed me in a way. It made me open my eyes a lot more to the world around me. It made me think about things that I had not thought about before. And it made me want to dance. The ska music made you want to dance and think at the same time, which is a wild (laughs) thing to think about. But for not being formally educated, he was an excellent songwriter, and he really used language well. He even co-wrote Our Lips Are Sealed with Jane Wheedland of the Go-Go's when they were together. Sad to see him gone. The passing this week of Primal Screen keyboard Martin Duffy is a real shocker if you think about it. His family said that he suffered a brain injury after a fall and passed away peacefully, but it's way too young. And we hear about this more and more about people in their 50s and 60s getting injured when they fall. I'm trying not to fall, Marcus. No kidding. I'm so sad about this. It is scary how fragile we become as we get older, and we have to be more careful with what we do. And I'm really shocked by this one. Martin Duffy dead at age 55. Also word this week that Rick Anderson, founding member and bass player of the Tubes, had died at age 75. He was a member of Beans along with other members of the Tubes. But when you put Dee Waybell in the mix, they became the Tubes. And we all know what happened after that. Yes, we do. Some white punks on dope is what happened. And so much more. What a fun band. That's a lot of R.I.P., man. That's a lot. All in one place, all in one week here on the Vent News Update. Can we move to something more fun? Please. <laughs> well, the Stones, who are stuck in the house getting you know, ready for everything that's going to happen next. It's a virtual concert featuring the Rolling Stones and special guests. It's happening February 2nd. Find a way to watch wherever you are in the world. That's the funny thing about podcasting. you got to tell them, wherever you are, watch. It was recorded on the Stones 50 and Counting Tour in New Jersey, and it includes a lot of special guests like Lady Gaga, the Black Keys, Gary Clark Jr., John Mayer, and former Stone Mick Taylor, as well as a visit from the boss, Bruce Springsteen. It was pay-per-view when it first came out, Marcus, but I think people are going to be happy to see it again. i got to be honest with you. I didn't even know about this, and I am excited for it because Bruce Springsteen doing Tumbling Dice. Oh, my God, that's got to be good. And I, I like Lady... I the uh, Bo Diddley song with the Black Keys and the Stones. Thinking, Come on, man, all this stuff. Plus, other people uh, joining in and the music of the Stones all online. Check it out. The Stones. You know, Marcus, when Rob Halford, the metal god from Judas Priest, speaks, he's kind of like E.F. Hutton for me because I listen. (laughs) I remember that ad. And as it turns out, he loves Ghost, Tobias Forge, and his band almost as much or maybe more than I do. He says that they're the band that rock music needs to keep it focused and re-excite people about the rock. You know, Rob's doing pretty good at this point of his life, too, keeping the energy up, I want to say, for a man in the 70s, right? 
Oh, absolutely. He sounds better than many people 20, 25 years younger than him. Powerful. I've seen Ghost Live, and their live show is fantastic. The stage setup is wonderful. The way they use fire, the way they use imagery, the way they move around on stage with the costumes, it is a fun concert. I would like to see what Tobias Forge does moving forward, and I agree that... They're one of those bands moving rock and roll forward. is mindful of what the band has been doing as of late has recently said that they're not done with their heavy metal death metal he called it sound they definitely have a heavier edge that they apply to some of their material i like all of it halford on ghost gotta love it man oh yeah that's a great story to wrap up a great year in which we started doing these Bent News updates to get people caught up in what's going on in the world. And part of it always is an episode update where we correct ourselves, and I've got to put my hand up and do that right now, pal. <laughs> when we were doing to those we've lost in 2022, I said something about George and Loretta, and Loretta had died before the, the, the miniseries came out, and I had not yet seen the first episode of George and Tammy. How y'all doing tonight, huh? Yeah. That's good. I'm feeling pretty happy myself. Thanks, Fred. <laughs> Which is about George Jones and Tammy Wynette and not Loretta Lynn. It's good, by the way, if you really want to see something that seems realistic and very dramatic. Check it out. George and Tammy. And this Monday, look for our re-release of one of our top episodes of 2022, Pink Floyd, Phase 1. It's From the Gates to the Adam Hart Mother. A very fun look at the early days of Pink Floyd with Sid Barrett. In a year when we talked to Nick Mason of the band, it's pretty cool to go back and dip into this really great first look into Pink Floyd's history. Hey, Marcus, have you checked out this band, Psycho Stick? I'm familiar with Psycho Stick, and I've heard a few of their songs in the past. Well, you ain't heard nothing like this. It's them Christmasizing Rob Zombie's Dragula. What? Charlie, I am the one. It's time for a Christmas fun. Flying through the trees, sleigh bells jingling. <laughs> Pretty smart stuff, huh? The yeah. Christmas music. From a metal band. Well, here we are at the end of the year, Marcus, and we've seen so many amazing things happening for the podcast. And one of them is our growing Norwegian audience. To them, I want to say, And what does that mean? Thanks for downloading. <laughs> and that's a wrap for Bent News in 2022. We'll keep tabs on stuff over the holidays and get you updated soon. 
So the next time we crack the mic at the Bent News Update desk, I'm Ray Coop. I'm Marcus Goldman. See you when I see you. So, see you when I see you.